Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey Rush Station, what is going on? Welcome to the Five Yard IDP pod with me, Nate Davis. Today we're going to be reviewing week 12 and getting you ready for week 13. Um, it's going to be a bit different today as again I've had uh, family things and issues that are that I must concentrate on so it's going to be um a little bit uh you know hit and miss from me um but it's giving me yeah because it's giving me limited time to review the games um I watched watch quite watch quite a bit of it but it's just getting those notes down but Bren has been busy beavering away so he has done his stuff so so we'll work through the five top matchups actually it'll be six because I have got one that I've done um a cu- couple with the general IDP chat and I'm sure it'd be worth it. So, how are you, Mr. Veal? You all right? Had a decent week? I've, um, yeah, yeah. We, we, we'll skirt around talking about um, our fantasy goings on over the weekend, shall we? So, you done well. Uh, you done well. But I, you I, beat me twice. I know. Well, I, would, I wasn't going to mention that, but um, I think checking, I won. I won it. The only league I didn't win in this weekend was our best ball IDP league, but I won in everything else. So, Fair play, um, mate. Yeah, and um, I know I, I know we're not covering this game this week, but um, uh, Shaq Barrett and Antoine Winfield did quite well for me this week, and there I was just. So people should have been stacking them last week. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, that was that was the call. That was I good... just oh, I just yeah, I know, but I should oh, I, after I said I was done with the Bucks, and then they go and do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, Brilliant. but that that is season all over, folks. So what can you do? I'm doing exactly. our best. Exactly. <laughs> Right, before we go any further, hang on, 
Hello. There we go. This pod and others we do are supported by Manscaped. They are our sponsors. As you know, Manscaped are the market leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have just released the Lawnmower 4.0, which is a fantastic bit of kit. One of the best things about it is the skin-safe technology, so you get no nicks on your bits, and you can receive 20% off with the code 5YARD at manscaped.com. Obviously, it's a brilliant Christmas gift as well, so you want to think about that. Um, it really is a game changer in the air, in that area, and you're missing out if you don't have one. And as I said, you can get 20% off with the code 5yard at manscaped.com. It also comes with free worldwide shipping, so sort yourself out and get involved. Kikoki. So, yeah, as I mentioned before, we could, we could have kind of easily not have done it this week. Um, uh, it's been a bit tough, but to be honest with you guys, it's a nice distraction for me and um, something that, you know, I love doing. So, so yeah, I didn't didn't want to not do it. Um, and we are running out of, quickly running out of weeks. Um, seems to be absolutely flying, flying by. So, what we're going to do, we're going to review six games. I've got one, Bren's got five, and I'm going to comment on the games he reviews. Um, we're just going to have a general chinwag, so let's go for it. So, me, I'm going first, Thursday Night Football. Cowboys at Saints. So, well, COVID is absolutely sweeping through the Cowboys um, team at the moment, including uh, their uh, their coach. So um, that's certainly not what they're going to need um, after the Thanksgiving loss to the Raiders. It wasn't a great week 12 IDP-wise, apart from, you know, Mika again. Mika Parsons is, is lights out. He is he's all over the place. Keanu Neal though and Jaron Curse, um, they they had great weeks. Uh, they had a great week, and no one else from that team got over got over fifteen points. So they're the standout players for me this week. Keanu Keanu Neal and Jaron Curse. Um, we all know, obviously, we all know about Parsons, so we're not really going to talk about him. Um, so. Keanu Neal and J. Ron Kirst, they both got they're both good pickups if you can at the moment. They've both got good snap count, good tackle numbers, um, and they're both relevant in this game as well, I would say. Um, stats for Keanu Neal, 12 tackles and a tackle for a loss from week 12. Uh, he's handling an every down workload currently. Um, and his tackle stats are good. Jaron Curse's stats in week 12, 11 tackles, tackle for a loss, and two pass defended. So 151 points on the year so far. He's ninth overall in the DB category and he's seventh in uh, DB ranking for tackles. So it's the tackle floor that, you know, I've talked about it before. I like it in the secondary. I like to pick up players that have got a decent tackle floor. Um, And J. Ron Curse is one of those players. So pick him up. Um, Over to the Saints. Bradley Roby top scored in week 12, but it's not really relevant for me. Um, in For the Saints, it was a big loss to the Bills for them, and it was a disappointing day pretty much all round for New Orleans. One sort of like good good point probably is, is Demario Davis getting back on getting back on track IDP-wise. Um, 10 tackles, tackle for a loss, so he's back amongst the points. Uh, the matchup... I picked, I, I picked the Saints last week against the Bills, stupidly. But I did say with the fact that if the running backs are out and um, it is a different kettle of fish, 
So, but I am going to go for him this week. I'm going to go for him because Dallas, uh, I don't know. They won't want to be going to, um, they won't want to be going to the Saints. Yeah. I, I see, but I see a decent, a decent night for the Dallas IDP, uh, Dallas players IDP wise. Um, I do think still they're the, they're the way to go for the players to pick. So I, I would go Jaron Kirst, like I've said, he's the one to pick up on this one. But I do fancy the Saints to win it. Yeah. Brendo. Yeah, yeah, same Ed. Um, Cowboys are, again, a bit indicative of what's going on this season. We seem to mention this every game, every other game. Um, you know, I, I tipped Cowboys, you know, to beat the Raiders. Although I, I wasn't surprised. Um, to be honest, it's, you know, the Raiders are one of those sort of hit and miss teams. The Cowboys are getting a little bit that way as well, actually. Yeah. Sketchy about them. Um, good days and bad days. So, um, yeah, I think if, if the running game's back in play a bit more for the Saints this week, then, yeah, yeah let's, let's go with the Saints. Okay. Um, moving on to Sunday. So, the first one I've got is, I've got the Colts at the Texans. Uh which I was actually going to skip over, and then I changed my mind, actually, because um, it could be quite good fun. Um, possibly not for Houston, but we'll see. Um, so, Texans coming into the game off the back of a 21-14 loss to the Jets. They've dropped to 2-9. and nine. They've also got the second-worst run defence in the league, so Jonathan Taylor's going to be licking his lips at this one. Um, I mean, the Texans are, are pretty crap, and the Colts should win this game quite comfortably. So, as I said, I was going to skip over it, but... Can I find any IDP value in the Texans' defence? Well, yeah, I think I probably can. Um, and as with a lot of teams that we're never 100% on, you know, it's it's not the DLs, it's not the DBs, it will be at linebacker for me. So, assuming the game goes according to plan and the Colts run the hell out of the ball, um, the Texans' defence is it's going to be busy, I think, regardless. We'll, we'd all agree on that. So, um so if you have a look on a lot of the waiver wires, which I did uh, yesterday, there's a good chance you'll feel you, you're going to find the likes of uh, Zach Cunningham or Kamu Gruger Hill. Um, they are definitely out there, and their numbers since the Week Ten buy are actually quite impressive. Um, so in the last two weeks, Zach Cunningham has racked up 43 points, pretty much all in tackles. So again, going back to what mm. Nate's a big fan of, you know, that tackle floor. Uh, Gruger Hill in the last two weeks has racked up a bit more. Uh, 49 and a half points um, again busy on the tackle front so we like that um, but he's also racked up um, the odd pick and, and a sack as well um, obviously their game time in recent weeks has been helped by the injury to Christian Kirksey um, who started the season well um, he's still listed on IR but he is eligible to return uh, December 5th I think so this weekend um, but whether he's going to be 100% whether they want to risk him I don't know um, I don't think it's going to make any results uh, any difference to the results I think I even think that you know the Texans coaching staff will be aware of that so whether they feel like chancing it if he's not 100% probably not and with Cunningham and Gruger Hill you know playing well actually to be fair maybe they don't need to um, so if you are in need of a, a linebacker uh, have a look um, I think they'll both be busy boys against the Colts this week. Um, but I would just just keep one eye on the curtsy situation. Um, as I said, you know, even if he is back and features, I'd still expect the other two to, to be involved fairly heavily. Moving over to the Colts. So uh, they're going to be looking to bounce back from uh, a defeat to the Bucks in a game that arguably they could have won. 
Um, if it hadn't hmm. been for that silly fumble and they'd gone 17 points up, maybe the, yeah, maybe the Bucks don't find a way back. So, um, but if you've got to go back, you know, if you've got to bounce back after a defeat, there are far worse places to go and do it than Houston at the moment. So um, all the usual suspects are going to be in play for me against the Texans, uh, especially at, you know, at the front, Tyra Taylor. You know, he's been sacked uh, 11 times. Bear in mind, that's just off five games. So um, uh, Darius Leonard, linebacker, had a monster game on Sunday, 27 points, um, mainly adding to his 93 tackles on the season. So again, we're back to that sort of tackle count. Bobby Okariki picked up 15 points. He's now on 101 tackles on the season. So um, DL, guy I've mentioned quite a, a few times, um, he always seems to be sort of involved in something when I turn on red zone. Uh, DeForest Buckner picked up uh, another sack, 17 and a half points. Um, and I think the good, yeah, the Texans is, could be a good matchup for, for Buckner. Um, you know, he, he did take a knock to his knee on Sunday, but he did come back. Um, he's still got that cue floating over him uh, when I looked on sleep yesterday, but last Monday, it's just straight off the back of the, the weekend games. So everything would indicate he's going to be fine. And Kenny Moore um, at corner. Um, had a quiet game against the Bucks, um, but with three picks, 73 tackles this season, and again against this offense, um, I would predict you know better numbers from him this week against a, a poor Texans offense. So I think it's a nailed on Colts win for me. Um, you've got usual suspects with the Colts. Nothing, you know, I haven't found anything really that you can go out there and, and snap up um, if you're looking to plug any holes. But the IDP value, if you're looking for a linebacker, go out there and. and yeah, have a look at Cunningham and, and Gruger Hill. Um, but Colts win the game. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I totally agree with you. I can't see um any difference. It, it's interesting the obviously the Jonathan Taylor usage um is gonna be through the roof you would expect against the Texans. So so yeah, those two those two, well, two linebackers. Using him on Sunday though. I think yeah. they had twenty two, twenty three snaps, and then all of a sudden they woke up and went, Oh, give it to him. He's he's all right. I think it was the Tampa thing because the thing was is they weren't it was a it was a strange old game. It was a good game to watch, but it was a strange game from I mean Taylor actually he he was he was low scoring pretty much all the way up to what was it, late third quarter or something like that? Yeah. Where it started to started to push it on. Um but you know, it's just that that churning and you know, against the Texans, you expect him to 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 rack up the numbers. Um uh, Wentz has got more weapons back available to him as well. It's looking good for the Colts, to be fair. It was a mm. bit of a shame they blew it. Um, well, they are the Titans school. They are blowing leads. That's that's interesting. I mean, yeah, yeah I know. I, I watched Murph, Murph mention that they're the, uh, the 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 new Falcons, but I mean, I thought that's a bit harsh. But there we go. Um, they're not that bad. Yeah, not a blowing <laughs> lead, but um, yeah. Yeah, as I said, it, 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 the points are the points are there from the from the from the linebacker core, Gruger Hill and um, uh, what's his name, Cunningham. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I, I think was, I think I was they're surprised how readily available they were. Um, yeah, what's the courtesy thing? Cunningham wasn't used for so much of the season, and yeah. I mean, you're talking one of the top ten linebackers scoring wise from last season. Um, yeah, I think actually Cunningham was right bang up there, but yeah, strange. Anyway, so where are you going now? You're going Jets. Right. Uh, no, you? I no? next on the roll call. Um I'm gonna talk about the Dolphins. I skipped them. Sorry, yeah, Giants and Dolphins, yeah. yeah. Um so the Dolphins, 
we haven't spoken about for a few weeks, a couple of weeks, mm. um, four-game win streak. Um, and as I've been crying out for all season, um, they they put it together on both sides of the ball. And they did it very well, actually. Um, the offence was firing. Tua played well. Waddle and Gaskin played well. Waddle looks great after this. Excellent. Quick. He's so good after the catch on Sunday. Um I know this. I know this is getting a little off piece, but one of the major criticisms on some of the Miami forums, and I do try and take it with. There are some, yeah, special people out there. Um, but you know, he doesn't. He doesn't go long. He doesn't air it out. But he, the game plan was such on Sunday. He didn't need to. He's, he's, he was throwing for something like eighty-nine, bordering on ninety percent pass accuracy on Sunday. Why? Because he didn't have to risk it. He didn't have to wear it out. He didn't have to look for deep shots. It was you know, sort of short to middle throws and let Waddle do the rest. I think he had 75 yards after the catch. Anyway, we're not here to talk about offence, but I'm a bit excited we don't win many games. Um, but talk about the defence was even better. Um, Jalen Phillips had a monster Ooh. day. <laughs> Top scored overall, didn't he? 39 and a half points, um, including three sacks. Um, but what Sleeper won't highlight, and I, I did to, uh, I was I was driving back from London, so I've had to do some of the games off the highlights and a bit of reading up. But one thing I did read up on yesterday, uh, which Sleeper won't identify, Phillips brought QB pressure on almost 40% of his 27 snaps. You know, right. he, was, he was causing absolute mayhem for that, um, um, for the QB. So um, I said back in the off-season when we covered, yeah, you know, the AFCs. Phillips was, you know, he was a bit raw, but he had all the t- potential. But certain teams looked at him and went, mm, will he put it all together? I think Sunday proves, you know, against the Panthers, you know, he's he's starting to look like the beast. I think Flores hoped he would, um, you know, hoped he would become after they drafted him. So, uh, as I say, I skipped over the Dolphins game last week, um, week 12 preview. But, you know, obviously I'm, you know, I'm not skipping them this week off the back of Sunday's Maul in the Panthers. But... I do. The other reason I've gone for it, I do quite like the matchup against the Giants. Um, last week against the Buck, Daniel Jones looked a bit all over the shop. Um, he looked better on Sunday, partly because the Eagles were having one of those alternate Sundays, as they tend to do. Um, but the Giants seem to have sort of simplified things a bit for Daniel Jones. So um, I'm looking at, you know, he, he, was, he, he wasn't airing it out too much. He was keeping it sort of short, but... Um, I'm looking at the DLs and the linebackers for the Dolphins defense to to try and, you know, if the Giants try and go with that game plan again, I'd like to see them try and replicate what they've done um, against the Ravens, for instance. I mean, you know, they just, they, they, they spoiled the, you know, spoiled the Ravens game plan. They did that against the Panthers. Ravens are a better team, but um, so looking at DL, I'm going to look at two pickups and you can pick them up. I have mentioned before, um, if you've got holes to plug and COVID injuries, it is that time of year. Um, tackle Christian Wilkins and um, on the edge, Emmanuel Ogba. Uh, both played well Sunday, picking up 16, 17 fantasy points respectively and had a sack apiece as well. Um, I think they're both going to be looking to rattle Jones as early in this game as possible, get him on the back foot, um, get him making mistakes. Um, another pair of players who have you know valid upsides in this sort of matchup. Wilkins has better tackle numbers, um, you know, almost double Ogbers, but Ogbers, he's, he's more inclined to get you those big plays. You know, he's got twice as many sacks on the season as Wilkins. So again, I think I mentioned it with was it Hubbard and Hendrickson for the, the Bengals last week, the week before. You know, you've got that 
you, you can play safe and go for Wilkins, Ogba may, you know, in a game like this, get you get you a couple of big plays. Uh, Jalen Phillips, we've already covered him. He's got to be relevant this Sunday. Um, I don't see how you leave him out if you've got him on the roster after a performance like that. Um, I don't, I, I'm not saying for one minute he's going to go near 40 points again. It'd be nice, but it doesn't tend to happen week after week. Um, but he's going to come into this match at full of confidence, um, you know, and he's, he's one of those nice flexible players listed at LB, but you can slot him in at DL if you want. So there's another mm. upside to having him on your roster. Uh, Jerome Baker, linebacker, quiet day on Sunday, but he's, he's still their top tackler. So again, you, you struggle to leave him out. I would swerve the Dolphins DBs this week. Uh, to be fair, um, for all I've, I'm a little critical of Daniel Jones. He's not thrown too many picks this season. Um, I think he will. They'll try and keep him playing safe and, and conservative, a bit like they did against the Eagles. So unless he's absolutely got to, I don't see him going balls out and looking downfield um, until the last stage of the game. Um, Miami secondary. The problem with Miami secondary is they've shared the interceptions around. Again, looking at the the numbers, um, Justin Coleman's got two. I don't think he'll be on many people's rosters. Um, Nick Needham got in on the act on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so there are three picks on Sunday, but all different players. So that he's not, you haven't got like a, I don't know, a, a Diggs at the Cowboys or, or something like that. He's just, you know, he's picking up all the, the loose change in the backfield. So, um, but so I'd, I'd leave, leave the Dolphins secondary alone this week. Giants, um, I'd have been inclined to offer the same advice about the Giants in this matchup. Um, I mean, to a hit, well, actually it wasn't an 87% completion rate, but he never had to force it um, downfield, as I've already touched on, so he can rely on Waddle and, and other players to be good after the snap. Um, so I was going to say leave the Giants' DBs alone. I'm going to make an exception in the case of Logan Ryan, mm. uh, who's back after COVID protocol this week. And, you know, he's 72, 72 tackles. He's one of the highest tackling corners in the league this season. So there is a valid reason, you know, for, if you're going to make a case for any of the DBs in this matchup, it has to be Logan Ryan if you've got him on the roster. Um, I mean, looking at these numbers, I, you can pretty much guarantee the guy gets double points, you know, every, well, he has scored double points every week since week two. Uh, or with the exception of week two, sorry. Linebacker, uh, Tay Crowder, top, uh, top tackler in, obviously, you know, the absence of Blake Martinez, uh, was 79. Uh, he had a decent Sunday, you know, 16 points. Um, and then you've got the likes of Bojolari, you know, he's the, the linebacker sort of sack leader with five and a half at the moment. Uh, actually, Ojolari's tied currently with their top DL, Leonard Williams, who we've mentioned numerous times. Um, but he's also, you know, Leonard Williams is also their top tackling DL in the league. So with the exception of, you know, corner Logan Ryan, um, the value again, as with Miami, is it's sort of in that front seven in around the, the sort of the DLs and linebackers. Um, the problem is with the Giants players I've highlighted, they're going to be on rosters more often than not. You're not going to be able to pick them up. So if you are looking for late pickups, then Ogburn and Wilkins, I think, if you're looking to mm. plug any holes in the DL. Some in the game up. Both teams won on Sunday, but I think the Dolphins look better doing it on both sides of the ball. And I'm getting excited, I know, but I'm going to back them to go sort of five on the bounce. So, because I still think yeah. Giants defence is okay, but offensively, yeah, I think the Dolphins will have them. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, the one thing I would just, I'd like to highlight in that would be the safeties. So for me, um, I've got a thing about targeting the Dolphins 
teams that play against the Dolphins because I quite like because as as you said the difference is with with Tua he doesn't tend to air it out so your corners and maybe not as in play is 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 with other quarterbacks but who is in play is your safeties because your safeties trying to cover over the middle especially so your Logan Ryan um, McKinney is another one you want to keep an eye on him this week yeah, yeah, he should fair. he should have some decent he should have some decent numbers because. Those those throws that the, the two are complete over the middle, it'll be tackle after tackle in that middle in that middle section. That's that's how uh, that's how two will be looking at it as well because he knows he's got the confidence to try and make those throws in that sort of like tight window, hmm. and they've been doing it. They've done really well. I thought it was really good, impressive against the Panthers. Really good. Yeah, Panthers were. Um, I mean, the Dolphins were good. I'm not doing them. Panthers were. Yeah, a bit of a. Yeah, every yeah, it's just the the Panthers has just got ish. I mean, Cam went off. He went. His head went. Then at the end of the day, he started yeah. to just bomb out. I, I we watched a couple of throws, and he missed them by about like twenty yards over the top of someone. Yeah, you're like, oh, I might, I might have, a, I might have a better chance no, at that. I mean, they're, they're still all right. They've still got number one ranked pass defense in the league. To be fair, so you know, it's not yeah. that bad at the Panthers, but yeah, just need to anyway. Okay, but McCaffrey's. He's gone now, and he he's he's out. He's done. Job done. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed a friend of ours tried um, plying me with a CMC he's try, trade. He's trying to get rid of him every <laughs> every angle possible, which is crazy, isn't it? And I, I can't. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, anybody that CMC trades, ping him over at NATO NFL at Brent NFL sixty six. Ping him over. What trades you've had? Um, <laughs> requests from. Especially from Colin, no, from ever, from anybody, or trying to offload CMC. It's really quite interesting now what his actual value is. I'm gonna yeah. gonna whack that it, it Rich and the um, Rich and Liam, the Dynasty guys, and talk to them about um, what actually his value is right now. Because it, I mean, how long do you go? The kid's been picked up. How long do you pick him up first? I know we're going off topic, but it's great. No, it's yeah. a great topic. He's. He, you know, you can't keep going. This is it's bollocks now. I've got him. I've got him. I'm not even putting him top ten now. No, I think, I think it's one of those things. He's been so good for so many people in fantasy for you know for a length of time now. And it, I, I don't know whether there's some. It's, it's the past now. Was it know, three years people, ago? Two people, years have, ago? people have developed a bit of a weird emotional attachment. You know, they will start him. Look at what I did a few years ago, Le'Veon Bell. One oh one, McCaffrey. So. <laughs> crying out loud right anyway yeah uh where um, you go now chargers bengals um, no jets the eagles jets, jets the eagles. eagles yeah oh, why am i reading i'm reading one down it's the wine it's, anyway. it's all right. I've got the, I, I made sure i had it all written down because i went wrong last week and i got told off so it's here <laughs> look see mate verbatim right <laughs> jets to the eagles um yeah, uh, Jets might have a little bit of a problem this week. Um, I think they'll, they'll look at that Eagles sort of poor passing game and the three picks Jalen Hurts through. Thank you for that, Jalen, in our home league, but didn't hurt me too much. Um, yeah, you know, he threw three picks against the Giants, and you know, I think I think they might look at it and think, well, if we stop the run, then and force Hurts to throw, then we might be in with a shout in this game. The problem for the Jets at the moment is this. Although they are starting to play a bit better, I, I will give them that. They're currently ranked 20, 27th in the league against the run. 
Um, so can they stop the run? Hmm. Well, okay, let's assume they do. They're currently ranked 29th against the pass. So yeah. you're not holding out an awful lot of hope of them actually putting a performance to the other defensive. I worry. I worry for them in this one. I really do. I think. I yeah. think it could be Eagles coming back with a little bit of vengeance against a, a very poor Jets side at the moment. So it's. Um, but you know, you've got to look for the positives. Um, looking at some of the the schools. I mean, the the old you know John Franklin Myers had the game of the season on Sunday, thirty three and a half points couple of sacks and a pick um he's their joint sack leader with six along with sort of Quinn and Williams who you know, racked up 15 points on Sunday uh Franklin Myers is on the waivers but he's a gamble he's a big we, he could be one of those players that people look at and go god he had a monster game I'll have week him. one yeah. week one week two we were banging on about him and he's still yeah. relevant he's still relevant now and he's still exactly the same he he, he does get to the QB so yeah, it's it's one of those. I mean, if if you've got, I'm going to state the bleeding obvious now. If you've got better options at DL, of course you'd start them. But um, yeah, I mean, he he does have he does have quiet weeks as well. So it, it's one of those. Looking at the matchup, um, it could be a good week for him. Actually, I'm going to sort of counter my own argument a little bit. Um, you know, you could if you if you didn't have such a run heavy team, maybe if you didn't have a team that kept the the ball on the ground as much as the Eagles are, are probably inclined to do, then you'd probably go with Quinn and Williams because his tackle numbers are better. But for that reason, you're not going to find him. You know, his, his numbers have been better, so you're mm. not likely to find him on the waivers. So, go on. Yeah, it's, inter- it's, it's just going to be interesting on the run game from Philly because obviously you've got the, the guys that keep it like straight up, straight down, straight through the middle runners. Mar Sanders is a bit more down the middle, yeah. um, but he's carrying a knock. If it's going to be Boston Scott, he's getting towards the edge. So slightly getting towards the edge. It's an interesting one for the Eagles. Exactly what you're going to, which way it's going to go. It's, I don't know whether the linebackers are going to score that well from the Jets. It's, it's not a, it's not nailed on, but you'd still expect massive heavy run game, but it might be a lot of hurts. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, you know, you never sure what, I don't think a lot of defences are sure what hurts is going to do half the time. Um, yeah, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure the O line is sure what it's going to do some of the time, but he's fun to watch. Um, Nate's man, CJ Mosley, played okay on Sunday, 12 and a half points. Um, yeah, I think he, I don't know, you it's know, not my again, man anymore. It's gone, not, no, no, sorry, that, yeah, yeah, ended yeah, about week 10. Yeah, it's Carl Duggar now. Sorry, we'll, we'll get on to him when I cover the pats in a minute. Can't wait. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, again, going back to what Nate said, depending on what they do with the run, um. I think this could be a fun game to watch, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit to, to find. There are players that I like and have liked on the Jets sort of defence. Um, mm. I mean, unless, and again, like we've touched on, they're going to keep the, the sort of, you know, try and keep the ball on the ground a bit. So again, looking at the DBs, um, yeah, I mean, the Eagles passing game was poor on Sunday, but the Giants defence aren't any mugs, to be fair. So, whereas the Jets, as I've touched on, poor against the pass so um i don't know i mean unless there's anyone that sort of leaps out at, at you i'm i'm kind of a bit sketchy about the jets individual players i know they you know they won and they are playing better as a unit but yeah the issue the issue is that they're bad because like you said at the start if you're bad at both things then that takes talent you know that takes a lot of hard work <laughs> yeah. to be that bad on, on both defenses but when, you, but when you look at it from our point of view if not either stand out to you, then you're like, okay, then the, 
it's like the Jets have a choice. I mean, I'd expect I expect to see Devontae Smith a heavy dose of him. Um yeah. and I expect oh, because didn't um Goddard got like nothing. Didn't he have like a big zero um oh, Dallas? I haven't seen, I didn't look I think numbers. he did. I think I think Goddard's, Goddard's numbers were zero, so expect mm. expect that not to be the case this week. But mm. um it's such a tough one. Tough one because they're slightly banged up as well. Miles Sanders, I'm a big fan of his. I've got him, you know I've got him. Um, but he's such a good player. It's just the usage. I just feel they protect him so much. Yeah, um, but then he does get injured, so why, why wouldn't you protect him? It's tough. But yeah, what talking about the players from the Jets. Oh, Mosley. Um yeah, he's, he's and then central and then your central ones. So yeah, you're looking at probably Quinn and Williams. Quinn and Williams, I wouldn't even bother with the edge. I, maybe mm. Myers might. It's, it's difficult. Will Myers get to Hurts? Uh, probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Don't know. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's a difficult one, Jalen Hurts. He escapes a pocket quite a lot. Therefore, do you think Myers is going to chase him down? Or do you think the likelihood is, is the run game goes straight down the middle and then it'll be Quinn and Williams picking up quite a lot of tackles? And then if they break the first, then it'll be Mosley. Bang. Yeah, as you said, I mean they've got, you know, there's there's a few. You, you, you're not sure how that Eagles run game is necessarily going to, especially as I said, if it's hurts. But um, Mosley's not my man as well because you said that as well. I don't think Mosley's very good. You know that, don't you? No, he got. You mentioned he's him, not very he, good. He did get mentioned quite a bit earlier in the season. He, just, but he does it, rack up tackles. That's yeah. the pro, that's the thing. So, Sorry, so I just um, need to clarify that. Especially for Rich or any of the Jets fans who think that I'm a, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna move on to the Eagles, folks, because I've, I've touched the nerve. Hang on. <laughs> Go on Second week on the bank, so I got in trouble. So, um, yeah, Eagles, oh, another team that has that sort of good week, bad week dilemma. Um, and at the moment, they're, oh, I know they're, they're a pain in the ass to predict. Um, when they defense fires, it's good. You know, it has been good. Um, and despite how erratic they've been in this sort of, you know, they're currently five and seven on the season so far. Um, you know, it's on its day, it's still a good, you know, it's still a good pass defense. Uh, it's still ranked top 10, you know, defensively against the run in the last three games. So they, they have been better. Um, linebackers are still at the heart of most of the good things Philly do defensively. Looking at the numbers, I mean, Singleton picked up 31 points. Um, mm on Sunday, mm. so he's someone I would have a look at. Um, again, coming back to the tackle count, that takes him over the 100 mark for this season. He's on 102. TJ Edwards had quite a game, but he's still a tackle-heavy option with 84 tackles on the season. And for me, they're still you know must-picks in most matchups um, because of the tackle numbers. Yeah. Um, Despite the win over the Texans, Zach Wilson did not impress. He still looks a bit all over the shop for me. Um, so with that in mind, I would highlight a couple of Eagles players that you, you could look to pick up. Um, someone we've mentioned before, he's he's gone a bit quiet um, in the DL, uh, Javon Hargrave. Um, had a great start to the season, then dropped off a bit. Um, over recent weeks, but picked up 13 and a half points against the Giants. Um, 
and is still the Eagles sort of sack leader on the season with seven. Um, and Wilson, to be fair, has 23 sacks off seven games this season. Wow. So that's why I would possibly identify someone like Jovan Hargrove. Um, he's also got 10 picks out of those seven games. So if you're looking for something at DB, Darius Slay. Um, okay, he's only got three picks on the season, but if he's going to add to it, and if you are short on DBs, this is probably a matchup where he's got a good chance of adding to it, I would argue. Um, he's also scored well prior to the Giants game. He had a bit of a drop-off, but he scored well against the Broncos and the Saints with IDP uh, touchdowns in both games prior to last Sunday. Um, Nathan's already mentioned it, and I, I think he's spot on. Um I think the Eagles win it. Um, I think they they will be better against the pass, partly because the Jets' passing defense is so bad. Um, and I just think this Jets' defense will struggle against Hurts' mobility. Um, so even if Sanders is is injured still, so. But I've been wrong about the Eagles before. So yeah, just to talk about the the linebackers, the Eagles. <clears throat> I'm a <clears throat> massive TJ Edwards fan. Um, but that is that is strange that um, Singleton's back in back in the mix as much as he is. Maybe <clears throat> maybe he was carrying a knock. I don't know. Don't know. Um, but you know the the weeks that that um, T.J. Edwards has really gone off and, and like dominated the snap count. Yeah. Um, Davion Taylor is it Davion Taylor as well? The ever the ever guy uh, the ever linebacker. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he takes a fair he takes a fair whack as well. So it's it's an interesting one with the Eagles. I thought that TJ Edwards had it all in the bag. I thought he was going to be the guy, and I I, I still hope that he will be. But um, but yeah, you know the whole Sirianni's just just decent. So you know, for me, I, I'm I, I am one. I'm behind the Eagles anyway at this moment in time. So I just I just. It's just an interesting one, especially for next season. Just, mm. just to see who who the main guy at linebacker is going to be, because I think that I, I do think that's up in the air at the moment. So, from yeah, an IDP I, perspective, if you were looking at players to pick up at linebacker, I don't know where you'd go for the for the for next season in mind. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like next year. I think the team as a whole. Uh, um... Yeah, they're, they're very much in transition. I think they'll be looking to what they'll do in the draft. I think will be interesting. Um, but we I still we, they, we still don't know whether it hurts his job. No, no. I mean, I I I hope he is because I've sort of put him in our home league as my. Um, but then Deshaun, I've still got. I've still Deshaun, got baby. Deshaun baby, Deshaun baby. We have we've got we got through several weeks without mentioning that guy's name, haven't we? But. I'm sure it'll become relevant again sooner rather than later. But uh, yeah, so you, you'll go in Eagles on this one as well. Then. Absolutely. Okay. Right. Two more to cover. Um, Chargers. So last one for Sunday that we're looking at, Chargers at the Bengals. Um, so yeah, I've already talked, I've touched on it a bit with the Eagles. Oh, the Chargers at the moment, honestly. Um Good week, bad. Literally, good week, bad week, good week, bad week. If you look at the last couple of weeks, um, and they were in sort of bad week mode again in the twenty-eight thirteen loss to the Broncos. Their defense is kind of the same. Um, if you're talking about teams that are a bit of a, a flip-flop side, for want of a better description, uh, worst run defense in the league, uh, but top five on pass. So, yeah. um, 
you know, with the form Joe Mixon is in, the Bengals will be looking to pound the hell out of this, I would say, um, on Sunday um, and try and keep sort of Burrows from, from having to sort of, you know, air it out too much against, a, you know, what is still a good pass defence. Uh, who to play for the Chargers? Joey Bosa, 14 and a half points on Sunday and still their sack leader. Um, no, Nate Scott. Feelings about sort of well, has had sort of opinions on Joey Bosa. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those meh players. Yeah. Uh, doing James at safety. Monster Legend. Sunday, uh, 27 and a half points. Um, and just because I expect a lot of Bengals running plays, um, don't worry about playing a DB like James um, because, you know, Nate mentioned it with, with certain players in that position who will step up and get involved in a game like this. You know, he is on 93 tackles for the season. Um, yeah. so there's no reason not to, well, you would play him looking at his numbers from Sunday and the, the tackle count on the season. Um, same thing with um, Kazoo White, um, linebacker, decent Sunday with 16 points and again, 86 tackles on the season. So again, we're back to you know, that, that tackle he's, count. That he's tackle the guy now point. for me. Well, the standout LB. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he's got the job really at this moment in time. Well, it's hard to argue with the numbers so far. Great, so. In co- great in coverage, and that adds to that pass defence. Yeah. Um, so, I expect this Chargers defence to be... I do expect them to be on the field a lot this week, um, partly because of their own issues on offence, as much as anything. Um, but it should mean, as always, defence is, you know, seen a lot of snaps, and there's ID point, uh, IDP points to be had. A couple of outside waiver picks. Um, I know Nath doesn't like this guy. I'm, I'm very... But again, so these are... Some of these picks are a little bit left field, um, partly because of where we are in the season, injuries racking up. Um, so safety, let's see, Adderley, um, he has got 61 tackles in nine games this season. Uh, but my issue with Adderley is he never, he hasn't produced a big play, I don't think, this season. Um, so you're not going to see much in the way of... Um, you know, sort of picks or, or anything like that. But, you know, his tackle numbers aren't too bad. Um, also, if you're short of DL, um, have a look at tackle Linville Joseph. Um, he's coming back this week off the back of COVID protocol. Um, he's got 43 tackles off nine games, which for DL is, isn't too shabby at all. Um, and he might have just sort of snuck under the radar. Again, I am looking at these players quite, you know, as, yeah, not going to be on a lot of rosters for various reasons, but if you have got injuries, especially in bigger leagues or, you know, you've been hit with COVID issues, then um, you might want to have a look at them. Bengals, almost the polar opposite of the Chargers in terms of defence numbers this season, because um, I've spent a bit of time looking at where various teams ranked um, this weekend. Uh, fourth best defence against the run, but 25th against the pass. So you've yeah. got real, you know, you've got... It's quite an interesting matchup from the defences from that perspective because they both do one thing as opposed to the Jets who do two things very badly. They've both got positive sides to, to their, their defences. Um, but I'm not overly concerned about the pass defence this week uh, because the pass protection for Justin Herbert on Sunday was just awful again. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of all in on the Bengals, DLs and, and linebackers this week against the Chargers offence. It's a front seven we've liked Anyway. Um, Logan Wilson, 89 tackles from the season. Good for the odd pick. 
Um, Herbert's into double figures on interceptions for the season. So uh, DL is the usual pairing, Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson. Um, you know, they've got racked up 17 and a half sacks this season between them. Um, and it, DB, I, I, I know we've touched on the safeties. I'd actually, I'm not actually looking at the safeties. Um, I know a lot of people have Jesse Bates on the roster, um, but he hasn't scored well, particularly mm. well since week eight, going back through the numbers. Uh, he'll probably go for 30 points this season, <laughs> Sunday, but no, just in, joking. He, he just seems to have, he's not been especially busy in, in the last few weeks. Um, but um, so instead I'm highlighting the corners uh, because if the Bengals run, you know, if the Bengals run defense can slow, you know, Eckler down at al um, and start to bring some pressure on Herbert, like Denver did get him thrown off the back foot, you know, flapping a little bit. Um, I think they could be a good punt uh, and they both seem to, you know, the two I've highlighted both seem to be readily available on waivers. Mike Hilton, coming off the back of uh, 20 points, including that pick six. Maybe a few people might have snapped him up already off the back of that. A um, bit more out of left field, and I've picked a few little more sort of random. Um, Eli Apple, um, double figures in IDP last two weeks, and he's had a couple of picks. Um, so, again, it, partly because of just the, the Herbert factor, and it just seems a bit... Um, but again, he's kind of one of those sort of last resort resort pickup but he's not going to be first first choice um you take hilton basically but um bengals to win the game for me uh, Love it. I think they're, they're better on both sides of the ball at the moment and chargers still got problems on offense so mm. as i say but you've got to be all in i think this this week on that you know that, I that think front seven of the bengals this would be the one where i'd highlight is going this is the big scoring game i think it'd be it could be a cracker this one but saying that like you said the matchup, when you, you look at it, you think to yourself, well, the Bengals should run the ball. Or just run the yeah. ball. Um, but, you know, they don't, they, they'll still throw caution to wind anyway. They will. They'll do exactly what they what they do. I mean, they've, they've got good wide receivers. So, again, it's going to be, I think it'd be a real good matchup. Be a real yeah. interesting, yeah. Well, interesting I mean, the, game. The Bengals are going to be, I mean, they're flying high after that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they just decimated the, the Steelers, and they haven't done that since what the eighties, I think. So. It just, it just, you just get that feel that they're just they're just a little bit, you know, boom or bust kind of like you know what I mean. Where if it doesn't go quite well for Burrow at the start, then it it might just tail off. But I think I think they will really be helped. good. I mean, they, they've got that the mix and option which maybe they didn't have earlier in the season. He was there, but it's is the way he's been playing the last couple of weeks. But for um, me, for me, it's like the Bengals game. I remember that. Bang! That was unbelievable. Where they absolutely ripped into them. That was just incredible to watch. Um, but this, but again, last week, exactly the same kind of thing. Where you went, wow. Oh, well, they fall back down to you know back down to earth against the Chargers. Is, is that the way this is going? Tough one. Yeah, wouldn't surprise anyone. <laughs> so. I, I love it though. The game, that game, that game's the one for me. Well, not not the one. Because the one, the one that, the one that I've got my eye on is coming up, but not for, um, for entertainment value for scoring. I reckon that's the game for me. Charges, oh, yeah, could, could be but, a basketball score. But the next one, the next one. Let's go, let's go. I'm going. I, I, uh, I'm I'll going. Change. I didn't pick. I didn't pick on that. Yeah, I'm going Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals. Okay. 
So you sure you want Tough me to do this one? I was going to, I'd nearly skip this one, to be honest. You are right. Okay. <laughs> right, Monday. No, of course not. We're going to finish off with Monday night and a the small matter of uh, an AFC clash between the Pats and the Bills. Um, I, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pats are back on top for the AFC East. Um, eight and four. Bills at seven and four. Um, the Bills did manage to get things back on track. Thursday's win over the Saints. But can they stop this Pats team? You know, they're on a six-game win streak. Um, well, if they are, I think it has to come from the front and the linebackers initially for me. Um, they still have a run defence, which is, you know, top five in the league. Um, and if they can shut down the Pats ground game, then, you know, they can turn it over to the second best pass defence in the league. So this is a team that does both things well on defence, if you look at the stats. But um, key players on the Bills, three of them, they're not going to come as any massive surprises, I don't think, to anyone. Um, at linebacker, uh, Mr. Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano. Uh, Milano, I've been so pleased this season with him, really, because the one thing we did say back in the summer... He's a great player, but he's a gamble. He has, for the most part, stayed fit. And that's been a, yeah. a massive plus for the Bills. Um, Edmund still leads you know, on the tackle chart for the Bills with 63. Didn't do too much against the Saints, but it's you know it, he's just back after a couple of games out with a hamstring injury. So, you know, he's just feeling his way back in, maybe taking it a bit easy. Uh, Matt Milano has scored consistently well in IDP over the last three weeks. His numbers have been pretty reliable. And finally... I'm looking at safety Jordan Poyer, to be honest. Um, he's their My pick man. leader with five, um, but Mac Jones isn't. He's not a sloppy rookie uh, with the ball in hand. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't play Poyer banking on him getting you a big play or an interception. I would pick him because he has decent tackle numbers. So, you've, you know, you're looking at starting a safety Sunday who, you know, he has got good tackle numbers and, yeah, he could get you a pick. Um, but as I said, Mac Jones is pretty, pretty reliable in that um, area. Right. I'm going to talk rather enthusiastically, God help me, about the New England Patriots. Um, Nath called it last week. The Pats, <laughs> Pats win over the Titans. Uh, there's me going to t- yeah, the Titans always find a way to win. Um, but whilst the result didn't surprise me, the scoreline, the 13, uh, what was it, 36 13 scoreline did surprise me a little bit. I know the Titans are pretty banged up at the moment but um, and now they're back on top of the division they are going to be tough to shift I expect this defence to bring all kinds of pressure on Josh Allen this game force him out of his comfort zone um, I'm sure Belichick's got you know various different sort of looks he's going to show him so um, try and rattle Allen nice and early so let's start with a couple of Pats players who you can pick up on the waivers actually uh, if you do a bit of shopping hmm. around and have been in good form for the last three weeks. Uh, Jawan Bentley, uh, 24 and a half points against the Titans. Um, and he's just behind our favourite pass player this season, Carl Duggar. Um, so, um, you know, he's, he's obviously a no-brainer. Um, also, you're looking at the ex-Dolphin, ex-Dolphin one season, Carl Van Noy. Um, 17 and a half points on Sunday. 45 and a half points in week 11, 20 and a half points in week 10, 
Um, and as I say, he's still out there on a lot of waivers. He has been quite a busy boy with his you know, tackle numbers and, and a few big plays thrown in as well. So there's a couple there that you know you could look at. Um, then, okay, you've got, we've, we've touched on Carl Duggar, he's a no-brainer. You've got your sack leader, Matt Judon, on 11.5 points for the season. Um, then there's the guy, I encourage people to go and grab earlier in the season whilst he was on the waivers, because um, he was earlier in the season, uh, JC Jackson. Yeah. Um, Another pick. He's playing so well at the moment. I really like watching him play. Um, another pick and 15 points on Sunday. Seven picks on the season. Um, but unfortunately, good luck finding him on the waivers now after the last few mm-hmm. weeks. So I just, I think the Pats defense, someone said it um, this morning on one of the pods I was listening to. I mean, they, they summed it up. This Pats defense is playing nasty. You know, they just find, they, 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 it's almost like they wait until halftime and they've sussed the team out and they just go get them. Um, they're playing so well on defence at the moment. Um, and it's the way they're playing on defence at the moment, the reason I've highlighted, you know, quite a few players, and obviously some of them are, are no-brainers, but, you know, the likes of, of sort of Bentley and, and Carl Van Noy, you know, are racking up those sort of numbers. The, the matchups almost seem to be irrelevant. It doesn't, in a weird way, it doesn't. I know this is, you know, you, you you play the players I've highlighted, you know, every week at the moment. The way this defense is performing, um, even in a matchup like this, you you could make a case for, you know, well, yeah, I know it's the Bills, I know it's a crucial game, but you could get away with stacking a couple of those, you know, those players. Um, so, you know, I mean, yes, it's a tough matchup, but you know, Christ, the Titans were n- number one seed all of five minutes ago, and they just, they just seem to. I know the Titans had a few injuries, but um, and I, yeah, I know the the Bills got back on track, but Josh Allen's hardly been perfect for me this season. Um, mm. So um, I I think the the Bills need need to win this game, but I think the Pats probably will. Wow. Um, so um, I, I, it is painful because I am watching this team going. They're doing very New England Pats things. You know, they, they, you know, they'll they'll pound the ball. They've got the defense is, is is you know just figuring teams out and and really sort of putting the foot down in the second half. Mac Jones has looked by far and away the best rookie QB. Um, they're just they're just a bloody good team at the moment. It's really depressing. They are a bloody yeah. good team. You, can't, you just can't argue with the results and the and numbers. And I I think they win it. Yeah, I am absolutely. In love with them. I am in love with that D. And it is just, I mean, seriously, at this moment in time, I look on this result. If it doesn't go to plan, I just hope that it just is one of those things. Just blip, just just strike it off because it might not go to plan. It's a real tough game. Um, I, I don't know what to call it, but I'm going to post something out on Twitter. Your best five-a-side team, IDP-wise, your best IDP five-a-side team. Now, I'll tell you what, this is where the Pats, and you you nailed it when you said, I don't know it, what they do, whether it's the run, the pass, whatever. They're good about against it all, so therefore, it doesn't really matter on the matchup. What, somebody in this team's going to deliver. Mm. Maybe probably two, three, four of them. So, like, you'd have... Judon and Van Noy on your edge, right? Bentley in the middle, JC Jackson and Carl Duggar. I think that is just 
Yeah, that's just electric. That is yeah. at this moment in time. It's just absolutely humming. Now, it's just the matchup. I'm just a little bit worried about it. I am just a bit worried about it. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not a, a bit like Nath, and surprisingly, as a Finns fan, but I, you just can't help but be. But I am not. I, I I fancy them to win it. I don't. It's not going to be a walk in the park. It, 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 this is a toss of the coin, really. If you you wanted to talk, talk predictions, this is still a very very capable, good Bills team on both sides. Yeah. Of the ball. So, I think they, I think they're going to struggle. Where where what's interesting offensively wise with the Pats at this moment, the Bolden thing, the Bolden factor is a big deal. I think the um, having somebody that does that. That short pass out the backfield is doing well. Hunter Henry also over over the middle. That seems to be just humming a lot. And also with um, what's the other what's the other tight end? The guy from the Titans. Uh, oh, Titans tight end last year. Them scored loads of points. Uh, scored. Uh, I don't know, but anyway, the two I know, I know yeah. two big money, two big money Titans they bought this year, but both of them are working sort of semi in tandem on different plays and particularly doing quite well. I think it's really interesting. Um, Bills, yeah, I think the Bills are going to struggle with the 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 variety that the Pats have got now because the Bills are one of those teams at this moment in time that are you think they're you think they're brilliant, but they are at their particular game. So once they, once you can't stop them, they destroy you, but they've got a particular way of doing it. And for me, the minute that you, you break that. And I think the Pats might. So yeah, I'm, I'm going Pat. I'll go Pats as well. I'll tell you what, but it could be, be a really, bit hard. Really. What would be really nice would be a draw. A draw. And then, and then nil, nil. And, yeah, nil, nil. <laughs> after overtime. I'll take that. Um, and then we beat the Giants, and then we're on a bye. And I think we got the Jets after that. I mean, we, we could go into Christmas 7-7. Seven and seven. We're still in the mix. <laughs> if you believe that. Bye. <laughs> the eternal after optimism the, of, of yeah. the Dolphins fan, ladies and gents. It's all I've got. It's all I've got. After, uh, after that, we've got to shut this down. After that, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's horrendous. Okay. It's, it's going, it's lost the plot. Time for, Absolutely. Time for a nap. Right, so that that's it for us, guys. Um Thanks very much. I, I'm off to go and get my patch shirt with Duggar23 on the back. Um, have a great I w- week. I wouldn't put it past him, folks. No. <laughs> I, I will. I love that. <laughs> um, um, cheers, guys. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. I guess. Yeah, have a, great, have a great week, 13 people, and we will see you next week. So good night and keep rushing. Take care. Cheers.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 